Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and I want to personally invite you to the Avondale Mayhem, uh, that is not Mayhem, Mayhem Festival in Avondale Estates in Georgia, being hosted by Tailored Barbecue. It is a huge event. There are tons of bands playing, including, but not limited to, the El Caminos, the Casket Creatures, Zodiac Panthers, Red Rocket Deluxe, the Scragglers, Elzig, Dusty Booze and the Baby Haters, and more. Uh, capping it all off, the good old Blues Brothers Boys Band. And I'm honestly not sure what that is, but uh, it looks like it's going to be fun. It's an 11-piece band. I, I, this sounds like a whole lot of fun because, I mean, whoever got to see the Blues Brothers perform live, really, especially in 2017. But that's not all. There are going to be vendors there, cars, barbecue, ham, obviously, uh, and then movies. Late in the evening, they are showing the Blues Brothers and Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. This is a huge event. I'm very excited. Uh, maybe I'm going to be doing a couple of things there. It might be a good idea to come out and check it out and see what's going on. Uh, and then also, uh, it, it's, uh, like I said, our pals, the casket creatures are going to be there and there may be another surprise in store. Just be aware of that. I can't say anything about it. But there may be a surprise. Okay, so you can go to Facebook, look up Avondale Mayhem Festival, hosted by Tailored Barbecue, and, you know, respond to the invitation. It's tomorrow, Saturday, May the 6th, which is also free comic book day. So, But there's a comic book shop right there in Avondale Estates. So you can knock everything out in, in one shot. Go get your comics, listen to some bands, eat some barbecue. And I'm sitting here looking. They've got a picture of uh, cooked meat at the top of the Facebook event page. And I'm, like, drooling right now, which is why I'm having a little bit of trouble talking. So Avondale Mayhem Festival on Facebook. It's May 6th. Go respond. Join the event. It's free. It's all free. All you have to pay for is the food and the drinks and whatever else, uh, but admission is free. You just go walk around, have fun, uh, enjoy the music, and then you can go to the AvondaleMayhemFest.com site, and uh, you can see the full list of everything that's going to be going on. Huge day full of rock and roll movies and fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I'll really quickly say go to NeedlessThingsSite.com, click on the Amazon link, buy some stuff. It helps out Needless Things. We are an affiliate. We get a little bit of a kickback from every purchase you make through that magical Amazon box on NeedlessThingsSite.com. And I appreciate if just, you know, once a month when you make your Amazon purchases, when you do your shopping, do it through there. All right. Thank you. Moving on. Today's episode is another uh, News Blitz episode, this time with our pals Ryan and Jay the Belligerent Monkey. I wanted to do another News Blitz 
and, and I briefly explain why in, in the the meat of the episode. But there's enough going on that it was worth discussing, and I was really excited about the Dark Tower trailer. We talked about it, and I will say this. I won't, I won't get too far into it because you'll hear it in the conversation, but I think I might have been a little hard on it, but it's because that series is near and dear to my heart, I, so much so that I'm sitting here like smacking my chest like you guys can see that. Uh, I I love those books. I love That story means a lot to me because... It accompanied a large portion of my life, and there was a time where I didn't think it was ever going to be finished. You know, we we almost lost Stephen King, who to me is one of, if not the greatest storyteller of my life. So I, there, there's just a lot of emotion involved in this, and seeing that trailer, uh, it, it as I suspected, it wouldn't, it didn't live up to what I wanted from the dark tower. I didn't see the things that I had pictured over the years of reading these books. I didn't see what I had always pictured. So I I was disappointed and and it was one of the most disappointing trailers I've ever seen in my life. However, now that I've thought about it, I've had time to watch it again and really kind of analyze it. No, it's not what I want. No, it's not done the way that I would have done it, but th- this could still be a fantastic movie. I mean, we're talking about Idris Elba here. Uh, and yes, I like Matthew McConaughey, uh, and, and, you know, I just, I'm willing to give it a chance. Uh, it can, I can separate my expectations from it a little bit, I think, now, now that I've had that initial disappointment. And go into it just hoping for an entertaining, entertaining experience. Uh, and it has been several years since I've read the books. I, I've read some of them. I've read four or five times. Uh, the later ones I've probably only read maybe, maybe three, probably more likely two. So, you know, as the story goes on, my familiarity with the events is going to be lessened. And so, I, you know, maybe there'll be little things that I won't notice or that won't matter to me. Uh, and maybe I'll still be able to mark out for little details that they do get right. Uh, I, I want, whether this is a great direct adaptation, whether it's an amalgamation of King's ideas presented in a different way, whatever the case may be, I want to enjoy it and like it. So I, I was a little harsh about it when we recorded last night. And I think that's, you know, it's because it was my immediate impression and because I'd been at work for 13 hours, two hours in traffic. Uh, I, I wasn't in the best mood. I, I I did what I could to have a fun time talking to Ryan and Jay, and, and the fact that I was talking to them helped me out a lot. But it maybe wasn't the best time for me to be, to be presented with the first trailer for one of my favorite book series of all time. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I do need to make a correction. Later on in the episode, we end up talking about uh, Logan Noir, which I, I don't know that I realized at the time is what they're calling the black and white version of Logan. Uh, We discussed that a little bit, and I said that I thought it was getting sort of a Fathom Events type of release, where it would be pretty widespread in theaters, but just more of an event type thing for one night. Uh, And Ryan, or Jay won, I can't remember who it was, it was probably Ryan, because he is our head of research, was saying that he thought it was going to be just at the Alamo Draft Houses. And I, and in my when he said it in my mind i thought well that's just unbelievably shitty why would they only show it at alamo draft houses which aren't even in like 
25 of the 50 states, I think. I'm just throwing that number out there. I know, I know they're more limited than, uh, than a standard theater chain, obviously. Uh, and I know there's not one around here. <laughs> it just seems too shitty. That can't be right. Uh, so I threw out there that I thought it was more of a fathom type thing. And I was wrong. It is, it is absolutely only showing at Alamo Draft Houses for one night, May the 16th. So you can go to alamodrafthouse.com or whatever their site is. Honestly, I don't care at this point because I can't see it until the next week when the Blu-ray comes out, uh, and the black and white version will be included. I don't know if it's with all editions of the Blu-ray. It is definitely going to be in Best Buy's uh, Steelbook Limited Edition. Uh, I don't know if it's with all of them or not. So I'm going to make a point, uh, just because I'm a sucker for Steelbooks anyway, I'm going to make a point of going to Best Buy to try and get that version of it. But I definitely want to see Logan in black and white. I would like to have seen it in the theater. But unfortunately, Fox, you know, as they so often do, threw out that big old FOX middle finger and said, Fox you, everybody. We're going to just show it to a certain number of people. So that, that's what happens uh, in the entertainment biz. And I think that's all I've got as far as a preamble goes. If you guys are ready, I mean, are you ready? Okay, I, I think I'm ready too. Let's let's uh, have another news blitz, this time with Ryan and Jay the Belligerent Monkey, who you can find as the Belligerent Monkey or belligerent monkey, you know, minus the vowels on Twitter and at belligerentmonkey.com. And then, uh, Ryan, who's the head of research, uh, who I think has a, a Twitter handle that's at Schweck and who hopefully will write some stuff for the site again. Cause I really liked his, uh, reviews of the Star Wars Black Series stuff. All right. Here we go. Uh, and mystery men enjoy as always the mystery men. You're not aimed at my hand. He who aims with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. I shoot with my mind. I do not kill with my gun. I kill with my heart. It's time for another installment of News Blitz on the Needless Things podcast because there's plenty of stuff to talk about. And it's been too long since we've had our pals Ryan and Jay on the show. Of course, our head of research, Ryan. How are you doing tonight, sir? Doing good. Glad to be here. And the belligerent monkey, Jay. Welcome back to the show. Always a blast, Kim. Uh, thanks for inviting me. We're we're usually talking about either toys or television, but tonight we're gonna kind of broaden it a little bit and movies and a couple other random things, some comic book stuff maybe, uh, just whatever comes to mind. The idea is we're gonna pretend we're all just standing around in Jay's kitchen drinking beers as we have done many times in the past. <laughs> so it's gonna be like what I think about when I drive my car, only people are talking back. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, driving down the highway. Going like 40, what does Captain America being a Nazi really mean? <laughs> that, well, yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll get to that too. But, but first I want to talk about the thing that, cause we set this up last night, uh, because as so often happens, something else, an, an interview fell through when somebody decided to just not respond to emails anymore. 
And I was like, oh shit, what do I do? It's News Bites time with Ryan and Jay. You guys were <laughs> kind enough to jump on at the last minute. Uh, but the reason I wanted to do it tonight is because the tr- first trailer for the movie adaptation of Stephen King's Dark Tower dropped today. And I had no idea where you guys were on the Dark Tower trail or uh, Dark Tower fandom. I didn't know if you'd read the books or knew anything about it. Uh, but either way, I wanted to get your reaction. You know, because it's gonna be, if you're a fan, it's gonna be interesting. If you don't know anything about it, but you watch the trailer, it'll be interesting to know what you think of it. Uh, I am a huge fan of the books. They are my favorite. They're some of my favorite books of all time. They're my favorite Stephen King books. Uh, that mythology. Is just it's one of those that's up there with like Star Wars for me. I freaking love it. Uh, I recognize some of the flaws in the later books, but I just don't give a shit about them. I, I love those books, so I have been sort of in a way dreading this movie coming out because I don't see how it can work. And having watched this trailer, I feel that my dread was justified. <laughs> I, I am now, not. I'm not happy with this trailer. Now, where do you where do you guys land on the spectrum? Uh, I know for me, I, I've read a ton of books, a, a ton of shitty Star Wars extended universe books, but I don't think I've ever read a single Stephen King book, and so I've completely. This has completely passed me by. Are you a, uh, are you a communist? Is that the problem here? <laughs> you mean like none? Like you haven't read like, I, like after watching the trailer. No, I like earlier today. Like I, I honestly was like trying to go through the list, and I I, I don't I don't think I have Cujo. You didn't, it no. Misery. I thought you didn't read it in like seventh grade. I thought everybody did that. No, and now I was too busy reading some shitty uh, Star Wars book. Um, I yeah, or comic books. Uh, but yeah, Stephen King never jumped out out at me. So this is a complete black hole for me. I, I I've I knew there was a comic book ad- adaption. Uh, that I never read, uh, but I remember seeing some of the covers, and that's about the exposure of uh, um, what I've had had to the series. Well, so. fair enough, and that that's great because I'm I'm curious to know what you thought of the trailer. Uh, personally, I thought it was fairly exposition heavy. It was, you know, it kind of, you know, I don't know what happens in the book, but it, you know, it, it went out of its way to kind of set up the beginning, what happens, and then you know, kind of the conflict. Um, it, yeah, it looked all right. You know, but, but being as, uh, you know, I, I was willing to give it a benefit of the doubt knowing how many people are, are huge fans of the books. Sure. So I, I was, I was curious to see what someone who has read the books thought of it. So I, uh, Ryan, what about you? Where, where you said you read a couple of the books? Yeah, I've read a couple of the books and I'm, you know, familiar with pretty much the whole story. I just haven't had time to finish them. Um, the movie, it's going to be weird, and I don't know if the same – if they're still moving forward with the premise that it was before. I mean obviously the trailer makes it seem so, where this isn't – how do well, you explain it's, it? It's, it's not, not, it's not a sequel. It's a, con- yeah, it, it's a continuation it's a, of the cycle. Right, but it's going to use storylines from – I think I saw the first book and the fourth book. So there's going to be parts that are kind of the same. Uh, yeah, you've already lost me. Well, spoil, spoil, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, the the end of the books is Roland, the main character, uh, a uh, who basically is Clint Eastwood, gets finds the Dark Tower, uh, ascends to the tower, goes through a portal, and ends up back at the beginning of the story. 
the idea is that Roland has actually done this entire quest many times and keeps doing it wrong. So he's doomed to repeat it over and over and over again. And now, for some reason, Roland has been turned into a black man, which is – I'm not a big fan of the word problematic because it's it tends to be a word that ninnies use to complain about things. But I'm going to be a ninny here and say that – it is actually problematic that Roland is a black man because a huge part of the ongoing story is that one of the other characters has a, has a problem with the fact that Roland and Eddie, a later companion, are white guys. Like, that's, that's a massive part of the tension of the, the narrative. Uh, but beyond that, there are ways to get around that. There are ways to write around that. I could, and I was ready to accept it, but having watched the trailer, I do not see even a hint of the Rolandus chain that I've had in no. my head since I was a child in Idris Elba's performance. And I love Idris Elba. Everybody loves Idris Elba. They want to cast him in everything, and I get that. But unless this trailer is somehow just horribly misrepresenting his performance, Matthew McConaughey's performance, and the world that they inhabit – this does not look like the Dark Tower to me at all. As a matter of fact, I'd go so far as to say if I had been shown this trailer with no context, I wouldn't have known it was supposed to be the Dark Tower. I thought it was a Blade movie. <laughs> I mean, he, he, it, it's like Blade. I was like, well, all right. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I just don't feel gunslinger from him, and no. I don't know why. I mean, I well, like him. I don't know, not knowing anything, you know, I thought he was the, the better part of the trailer, but, uh, yeah, just, well, he was like, badass. Yeah, the actor. Like, if, if, and the thing is, if I had been shown this movie with no context, not knowing that it was supposed to be Dark Tower, or shown this trailer, uh, I, I might have dug it. I probably would have dug it. But as it is, I have too much attachment to this franchise to look at something that doesn't seem to resemble it and think that it's okay. So I'm, I am not pleased with this at all. I'm I'm still going to pay attention to it. I'm still going to keep an eye out because, you know, it, it, this trailer may not be indicative of the final product. But well, as of now, I'm you, not happy. Have you seen what Stephen King has said about it? Which I think is kind of funny. He said, "Well, I've read the script and I liked it, but I don't know if it's going to work or not." <laughs> I was like, "Well, all right." Well, he's he's hated every movie. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's now, always looked at adaptations of his work as as that as adaptations of his work he's always curious to see how they turn out uh he, he's always willing to just sit back and see you know well let's see what they make of this one he, he's yeah, well, he when he had creative control he made maximum overdrive so that made yeah. rules. so is the plan still for the tv show or are they i have no I know, idea so i mean the original plan was this movie is going to come out and then a tv show is going to start that is a prequel to the movie with a younger actor playing Roland. Right. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be the backstory stuff. And and a lot of it was actually done in the comics uh, much more thoroughly than it was done in the original novels. The, the comics are pretty solid for a while. And you, you throw Jay Lee art on a solid Stephen King adaptation, and, and that's gold as far as I'm concerned. But uh, but anyway, final verdict for me on the Dark Tower trailer. Uh, I, I mean, it's Dark Tower, so I have to keep paying attention to it. But as of right now, uh, not thrilled. Yeah, I'm, I'll see it, but I probably won't go see it in the theater. 
And Maybe I mean, I'll there, finish the books by then. There will be more trailers and more details to come. So, you know, we'll see if our opinions change on that. What about you, Jay, as a purely as somebody looking at it as just a movie? What's your interest level? Uh, I thought it looked fairly generic. I mean, I thought there's some cool spots in it. Um, but uh, unless I was sold otherwise by people that knew the source material, it kind of filed under the uh, I'll wait when it comes out to DVD uh, pile. Uh, these days with kids and everything else, you know, I, I got to pick my spots with the uh, uh, yeah. movies. And so unless it's something I'm just super stoked about and can't wait for, um, like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, uh, then I then it, 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 I, I can wait the three months until it comes out to DVD. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, that's the spot all three of us are in is, is time is precious now. And mm-hmm. you can't watch as much independent stuff or as much stuff that you're not as familiar with or stuff that may, you know, may not be as much of a guarantee of time well spent or money well spent because there's too many other things demanding our time and attention. Uh, okay. In other movie news, there in an interview with Ridley Scott, he was asked about Neil Blomkamp's alien movie, which uh, to refresh everybody's memory, Neil Blomkamp before alien covenant was even a thing, Neil Blomkamp had this idea for a sequel to Aliens that would disregard Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, and everything else, and that would include Hicks and Newt, and would be a a more proper sequel to Aliens, almost along the lines of the Dark Horse comic that came out uh, before Alien 3 came out, where uh, Hicks and Newt survive, and there's a story that involves them and Ripley, and there was some exciting concept art. There weren't a lot of details about the story. And it turns out that's because there just weren't many details about the story. It was a bunch of cool concept art and Neil Blomkamp having an idea. But I was all for this because uh, I do enjoy Alien 3, but it's not what should have happened after Aliens. And I was excited about continuing that story. But then Ridley Scott came along and said, whoa, whoa, hold up, guys. I, I want to do a sequel to Prometheus. And Fox was kind of like, uh, Ridley, you know, Prometheus, lots of people didn't like it. It didn't necessarily do that well. So I don't know. Maybe we're going to put that on the back burner. And then The Martian came out and Fox was like, hey, Ridley. How would you like mountains of cocaine and money to make whatever the fuck you want to make? Because we love you. Uh, so that I, I think that's kind of boiling it down, maybe simplifying it a little bit. But Ridley Scott, when asked about Neil Blomkamp's Alien, said, oh, yeah, that shit's not happening anymore. <laughs> so how, nope. how do you guys – The clown is down. <laughs> One, how do you guys feel about the idea of Neil Blomkamp, who, let's remember, he's uh, did District 9 – Elysium and Chappie, Chappie, which I consider a a a downhill grade of movie making. Uh, how how do like you... downhill? That's like over the cliff, sharp mountain <laughs> falling. Uh, yeah, well, I think it was kind of a, a slight downturn and then off the cliff uh, with Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> Chappie's one of those movies that's on TV a lot, and I like turn it on. I'm like, maybe I was wrong, and I. This is nope. a good movie. Make it about five nope. minutes, and I'm like, fuck that robot. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's... I, like I said, I'd like to see a continuation of Alien. Uh, you know, if Ridley is planning on, which it looks like, this is the time period he's going to stick in. Like, how far are we going to go before, I don't know, we hit 
Alien or I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. Covenant. Covenant, I think, looks pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm very uh, excited about Covenant after uh, – because on last week's episode, we, we went and saw Alien and then discussed the franchise. And they had special footage, which granted they had released earlier in the day, we found out later. But footage from Covenant that I guess is a prologue and is not part of the movie. But it's yeah. uh, Elizabeth Shaw's character interacting with David on that trip to the home world. And I was already excited about Covenant because I, I'm in the minority that really enjoyed Prometheus. As a matter of fact, Jay didn't, I think we went and saw that, didn't we? Maybe. It's been, I, I've tried to block it out of my memory. I, 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 I was one that did not enjoy it very much. But, oh, uh, really? See, I was, I, I think you and me and Mrs. Belligerent Monkey went and saw it at the movie tavern. Uh, that sounded very plausible. I seem to remember her having a huge issue uh, with Dr. Elizabeth Shaw just running around all willy-nilly after that massive C-section she got. Yes, yes, I do remember having this conversation. <laughs> she uh, was in uh, the future medical tube. Come exactly, on. <laughs> that, that's what I said. They got future staples, man. It's future staples. Uh, you'd think they'd have like laser staples or something. Like I kind of, I, I, like I said, uh, very much like with, uh, the Dark Tower books. I understand the problems that people have with Prometheus. I just don't care because I liked it more than I didn't like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about Covenant. I, I want to see, uh, Kenny Powers in outer space. I think that's fine. That's a good premise. Uh, how funny is it going to be if there's no mention of Elizabeth Shaw whatsoever? Like that was it. You had to watch on the internet. And then just at some point, like David looks over to like a tube and is like, yeah, she died. And well, then I, just moves on and see. On the one hand, I be think, like Newt. I think that's the case, but on the other hand, like you just said, Jay, I can't imagine them doing that again, knowing how people felt about what happened to Newton Hicks. Like, oh yeah, those guys that you really liked and were rooting for, and that that you know they survived. Yeah, 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 they're dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Remember we'll the see. big finale? Yeah, we're gonna go get answers to our questions. No, we're not. Xenomorph on top of the spaceship for two hours. Well, but they do. That's part of that bon- that uh, that preview footage and, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, it shows Elizabeth Shaw and David's trip to the engineer's homeworld, and when they get there, it's overrun by xenomorphs. It's fucking crazy. Oh, I was watching on a small phone. Is that what was in that big picture? Yes. <laughs> I saw the dark planet and I was like, that's oh, why I was kind of like half watching it. That's why I don't watch this shit on my phone. Yeah, it's all, when he looks out of the cargo bay down at the planet, mm-hmm. that's all like millions of aliens running around. So the planet is okay, over. That, that brings up like so many questions for me personally. I, I, uh, Phantom, we're going to have to chat. Uh, offline, and I'm gonna have. To, I, I've got. I need to be schooled apparently because I. I one of the things I hated about the uh, uh, that movie was some of the things I thought they were doing to the uh, continuity of things. So that that completely changes what I thought happened. So now I'm thoroughly confused. Well, and that's the thing is we we don't know yet what this means, what happened, or really even the nature of the engineers. Although I will say this, uh, and I, I put this over every chance I get. Uh, Dark Horse, uh, for two, maybe even three now that I think about it, years now, have been doing these massive crossovers uh, with the Alien, Predator, and Prometheus comics that are big, like 16-issue stories, but you can read 
just like if you only want to read the alien comic, you can and it still makes sense, but they all tie together over time and they have filled in. Now, granted, we all know comic book canon is not always adopted by the movies, but these do fill in some of the blanks and answer some of the questions that maybe like we as nerds have and that maybe aren't as important to the people making the movies so they won't bother with like, you know how the star Wars expanded universe used to be like, I like knowing this is Ponda Baba's story and the people making the movies will not ever give enough of a shit about Ponda Baba to change it like that kind of deal. Yeah. Was space Jesus in the Prometheus comic, the original idea that, Scott had that Jesus was one of the engineers. Oh, well, I mean, that's essentially what's in the movie, though. I mean, it's not necess- it's not specifically Jesus, but I mean, you know, that, yeah. that theme certainly carries through. Yeah. I mean, apparently in the original script, and I, like Jesus is straight up an engineer. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they weren't going for that one. But I would yeah. read that comic if they made it. And there's no reason they... <laughs> There's no reason they shouldn't because they made a comic book of George Lucas's original Star Wars script that's bonkers. So yeah, you know, let's... how funny? How funny would that be though? If like you know they pulled the stone away on the third day and he walks out in the elephant mask, like and just kills everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he turns yeah. water on. It's like black goo everywhere. <laughs> I I would read that. I would totally read that. Um, anyway. So maybe nobody's really excited about Blancamp doing anything but i you know personally i would like to see a proper sequel to aliens i i guess at this point it's not going to happen because ridley scott is as of right now still very powerful in hollywood because everybody loved the martian because matt damon yeah i like the martian it was pretty good i, yeah, I liked it the book was better but the movie was great i haven't read My- the book but yeah i thought the movie was excellent I let my oldest daughter watch it, and she thought it was hilarious because they cussed so many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to science the shit out of this. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's about it for the Alien franchise at the moment for two weeks in a row. Okay, you, you guys said you have not caught up with American Gods yet, so I will just say this about it. I watched it. Uh, I have not read the book. Jay, you said you'd read the book. No, I, I haven't. Oh, Ryan, uh, you read the book? Monkey has, and so she's super stoked for it. Okay. So. Ryan, was that you that had read the book? Yeah, I've read it several times. Okay, okay. I have not read it at all. Uh, and I, once I found out it was becoming a show, I decided I was not going to read it because, uh, as I learned from Harry Potter, it is not a good idea to jump on the books and read them all and then watch the thing because it's going to disappoint you. Yeah. So if I if I have not already read a book, I I don't run out and read it before the thing comes out. So okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Because when I read the book, I have a question for I, you I w- too, but you go first. I wouldn't call it a twist, but a character's other identity is revealed uh-huh. towards the end. And as a comic book reader, I was like, yeah, I figured that out in like the first chapter. Was this supposed to be a surprise? So not having seen it, so I don't know what characters you've seen yet. I'm assuming this- you're talking about Loki. There you go. There's one. <laughs> yeah, it was like – and the thing is I don't know shit about this. I went into it completely blind, uh, and my question for you is what the fuck is going on? Like my assumption <laughs> – my, my assumption is that all, all, like a lot of the gods from mythology and stuff that we're familiar with are going to pop up. We're going to talk about yes. the decay of America or whatever – 
whatever snotty British thing Neil Gaiman wants to write about us. Um, but so, I, did, I mean, it basic- didn't, I, while I was watching it, I wasn't sitting there thinking, man, this is incredible. I'm so happy I'm watching this. It was just kind of like, all right, I guess I, 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 the most thing that I got out of it was I'm glad Ian McShane is such a major character because I like watching him do anything. I mean, the basic overall premise, which is not a spoiler at all, is that when people came over from Europe, they brought their gods with them. And the way that gods work is as long as you believe in them, they're powerful. And so the old gods that are on the show are slowly losing their power while in America, the things that are worshipped now, uh, technical boy media, all the new gods are becoming more and more powerful. Okay. And apparently in the – show the new gods are going to have more of a role like they're around in the book here and there but in the show i think they've said you're going to see a lot more of media and a lot more of internet and all these other new gods so it's kind of like a conflict between the two okay i get it. well that makes sense and it was uh the the opening of the show was like non-stop gruesome hilarity like it it was there was a lot of black comedy in it that mm-hmm. I, I was impressed by because the the opening is a bunch of Vikings landing on uh, landing in America long long before Leif Erikson did, and what happens to them when they have to get Odin's attention back because they can't deal with the Native Americans and they want to get the mm-hmm. fuck out of America, uh, and it's it was really an, an incredible segment, but. After that, we we get into Shadow Moon, who I didn't find to be interesting at all. And uh, let's see, we meet a leprechaun who I liked a lot. Uh, Mad Sweeney. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. He he reminds me of uh, of a, of an extremely drunken version of Sheamus from the WWE. Uh, so I like that. I, you know that I what I saw of it intrigued me, and I I'm. I'm in for it. I, I'm in for the ride for now, but it wasn't one of those things like Stranger Things or, uh, or like the first Daredevil where you're just like, oh shit, I've got to keep watching this. Like, I don't, I don't know how compelled I would have been to binge it if that were available, but we'll see. I'm, I'm curious to know, since you've read the book, uh, well, I, both, both of you, again, I'm curious to know what you guys end up thinking about it since you know the material, Ryan, and Jay, you're on the same page I was, basically. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check back in on that one in a future date. And, uh, on a TV note, what are you guys watching now? Too damn much. Too <laughs> <laughs> damn little on the opposite. Yeah, let's start with Jay. Jay, what yeah. are you, is there anything that you're caught up on? Not really, man. It, it's I. Um, it's a. There's so much stuff out there, and I just feel like I have so little time. Like if you had told 15 year old me that I would intentionally not be watching a Flash TV show or an Arrow short uh, Arrow show or a Legends of Tomorrow show, I would have thought I was crazy because it's like you know. But there's just so much stuff out. Um, well, uh, and also but- Flash has been terrible this season. Yeah, they kind of had some dips, and so it was easier for me to, you know, an arrow for me too. Also, uh, last season wasn't very good, so it was easy yeah. to kind of like skip. Um, but I, you know, I'll get to a point where I've got like 18 episodes in the DVR, and it's just like, well, 
I don't have time for that. I'll just delete it, and I'll have you guys just tell me what happened, and it's good <laughs> enough. Um, well, I, I, you would be perfectly fine uh, just watching last night's episode of Flash because I thought it was awesome. Well, see, something like that, that, that you know, I will do that. Uh, there, there's a good friend of ours, Mr. Mike, uh, who for the entire Walking Dead uh, since the beginning, he's come over every Sunday night and we've watched Walking Dead. Uh, after the winter break, I just didn't have it in me. So he watched the entire last half of the season and the night before the season finale, he just came over and told me what happened. <laughs> and, then we watched, <laughs> and then we watched the season finale and I was happy. You know, I was all caught up and you know, it was good. Um, but, uh, w- one thing I've been watching a lot of in the last few days has been, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, the new one. I was really stoked for that, and I've been really happy with that. Uh, I, I know you guys were saying earlier you haven't watched any, correct? I, uh, I, you know, I was a big fan of the original show, and we actually did an episode when they first announced uh, Jonah Ray as as the new guy, and I just haven't had a lot of you. You guys know how I feel about Pat Oswalt at this point. <laughs> I, I have more of him Apparently- than I care for. Okay, I, I guess I hadn't uh, known that. Yeah, well, yeah, I've he he just shows up everywhere. That that's enough patent. And and I don't dislike the guy. I'm just tired of him being in every fucking thing that I watch. Uh Yeah. I think he's good in it. I mean, he's one of my favorite lines is that he's uh TV's Frank uh son of son of TV's Frank. Uh, crap! I screwed it up. But whatever. TV's I, I think he, son of TV's Frank or something. Yeah, I, I think he's good, and I think all the people involved, Jonah included, I think you can tell that they're all fans. You know, and, and you know, you, you've got Joel involved as well. So obviously, you know, it's coming from the original spot. Yeah. Um. Uh. The opening, I like. And, you know, I was afraid they were gonna. You know, now that it, you know, it's been much later, they're gonna add all the CGI. You know, all the opening still, you know, puppets and miniatures and stuff. Um, I will say, I think there's a lot more jokes per minute, I think, uh, with the newer stuff than the older stuff, but I don't know if that's just newer sensibilities or, or whatever, but, uh, I'm, I think I'm halfway through the season, uh, and I, I like it. It's been good. Um, but as far as some of the other, you know, t- typical serial type stuff, yeah, I'm, I'm just way behind and just, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, just... I don't like Ryan. I don't know how how you have that many hours in a day to keep up with all the comics and all the shows that you do. It's tough. He's he's it's the head of re- he's the re- head of research. He has. To. I guess it is uh, his his job. So yeah. he's got yeah. to do it. Uh, now, when Preacher comes back, will you try and jump back on that one? Absolutely. Yeah, we, I'm 100 percent caught up with that, and that one. Um, you know, part part especially with the uh, the Netflix stuff. Part of the reason I'm behind is that. Um, there's a lot of shows that we, uh, uh, Mrs. Monkey and I watch separately, but there's a few shows that we watch together. So we make a point of only watching it when both of us yeah, are yeah. available to watch yeah, it. We do, we'll do the same thing. And so that, uh, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I, I'm so behind on everything that it, you know, there's times when I'm, I'm looking, actively looking for something to watch, but you know, she may be asleep or she may be out, right. you know, and so it, uh, that that usually causes the uh, biggest backup. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What, what's your favorite stuff right now? Lord, I'm watching all the CW shows, which you know they're various quality. I think Arrow's gotten a lot better again this season. I agree. Um, 
Legends of Tomorrow was awesome, and who would have thought that? But like, dude, I never would have imagined that would be the best because you've got when when you're talking about the CWDC shows, you've got Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. If you had told me at the beginning of this calendar season that right now I'd be saying Legends of Tomorrow was the best of the four, I probably would have smacked you. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have believed it either because that was one of the reasons I wasn't excited to start it this season. Just all the. I guess I, I could have guessed just with the the Hawks not being involved that, that <laughs> it had to, it couldn't have been worse. Instant improvement. Um, well, what's awesome about Legends is, and then the next season they're going to be able to, or they are going to change the cast again. So you yeah. can just kind of take out what's not working, put in what is. Um, so yeah, I'm doing those Gotham Shield. Oh, Gotham is the best. Oh, Gotham! <laughs> I'm so glad Gotham is back. Like. And My life they, felt empty when it was – because the other shows came back and Gotham hadn't come back yet, and I was, like, getting mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite thing about Gotham is, you know, the big premise of the show is supposed to be, yeah, see everybody before they're the Riddler and before he's Batman. And then Gotham just came back from break and was like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> and like, There's Riddler in his green yeah. suit and his little hat. And on TV being like, I'm the Riddler. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Poison Ivy all of a sudden has plant stuff. We'll never this- explain why a 12-year-old knows how to make crazy perfumes and stuff. But at, sure, go with it. At this point, David Mazouz is going to be old enough, like by next season, to put on a bat suit. Yeah, and he's training now. Like, he's legit yeah. training. You know, finally, apparently, the training with Alfred that was continuously supposed to be happening – He's written out, and now we have whoever this new guy is. I don't know if it's supposed to be Raish or not. I don't. Uh, I'm not no sure. Telling. There, but, I mean, I mean, who knows? And I. That's why Gotham is so wonderful because there is no telling what the fuck is going to happen. Oh, it's so ever. wonderful. It is. And then Bullock. Oh, it's just it's the gift that keeps giving every week. It really is. It really, really is. I, I love it. I love uh, iZombie. I think has been very strong. It's better when they focus on Liv and Ravi. Um, I don't care for Blaine. I don't care for Major. And mm-hmm. and when they branch off and follow them for too long, I kind of lose interest. But Liv and Ravi and their story is still great. I still love the cop whose name I can't ever freaking remember. Uh, he's awesome. And fortunately, him finding out has not ruined the show, which I was very concerned about. Uh, it just changed the dynamic a little bit. It's still, it's still super fun. I still really enjoy the show. Yeah. Now, Jay, you're caught up on Shield too, right? Yes, that is one that I, I'm current on, and uh, uh, I've, I've, I've been really liking uh, the season with them in the uh, the Matrix or whatever if they're calling it. The framework. Yeah. The framework. <laughs> with innocent robot girl as Madame Hydra. <laughs> it's great, and I'm really hoping. Uh, obviously, we're talking about spoilers, but with this new, you know, machine that can make you a real boy, I'm really hoping that means that Ward is coming back as like good guy framework Ward. Yes, and so all of a sudden you're going to have him back on the team, and everybody hates him, and he doesn't really understand why. Yeah, I'm the same way with the. I, uh, I, I was, I'm hoping the same. Um, yeah, I agree. So I guess they I, have a couple opportunities. They've got the other guy, the the, the grandson of the Howling Commandos, because he's dead as well. So he's another option for coming uh, back. Trip. Yeah, Ward. Um, uh, he he's uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but the actor, Dal- 
Dalton. Brett Dalton. Brett Dalton. Yeah. yeah, he, in my opinion, is one of the best people on TV in the last like five years because he played so many different characters. It's actually kind of like Liv, uh, like Rose McIver on iZombie. Like she's a different character every week, essentially. And Brett yeah. Dalton was doing the same thing, only had this much larger arc behind what he was doing. And yeah, I want that guy back. And I want yeah, I want him yeah. to be the good guy having to deal with why doesn't anybody like me? <laughs> yeah. I love you, Sky. What's happening? Oh my gosh, right? Um, so yeah, what else? and he's too good for them to let go. I feel like for sure they've got to do that to bring yeah. him back for next season. And his other show just got canceled. That whatever time travel, I don't know what it was, time after time or something. I don't know. But no, it just his other show got canceled. So I guess so, he's yeah. available again. Yeah, bring him on. Um and then I watched all of Legion, which I've yeah, actually watched Legion all of fantastic. Legion. Yeah, I've watched it twice now. I love it. I loved it once I realized who the villain was. Uh, yeah. Up to that point, I was enjoying the performances. I, you know, I like Aubrey Plaza quite a bit. I like uh, Dan, what's his name, uh, the main guy. Uh, I liked him ever since I saw The Guest. Uh and the performances were all great, but it didn't feel enough because I have not read any of the comics about David Holler. Mm-hmm. Me neither. So, I'm in the same boat. I haven't read any so of them. Like, so for me, I didn't really know where it was going. It was just like after an episode, like what the hell just happened? Well, and that's the thing is it felt to me, it felt like it was meandering too much and there wasn't enough X-Men stuff for me to anchor it to really get into it. But then once, and, and spoilers, but it's it's been done for months now, so shame on you if you haven't watched it. Well, you know what? No, we won't spoil it. I'll just say, once I realized who the villain was, I was like, oh, and everything felt cooler and more important at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I ended up digging it quite a bit, and I would like to go back and watch it again, but uh, there's other shit to watch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I would think- say, I'll, so what do you all think along TV? So I was thinking about it today. So next season... We'll have uh, so far every one of the shows we're talked about is renewed. Right. Plus, you're adding Inhumans, Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, New Mutants, and there's another one. Wait, Black is New, Lightning. Is New Mutants a show or a movie? No, it's they're a doing, show. No, they're doing a New Mutants movie. They're doing the show. Oh, the I'm Gifted. sorry. The uh, Gifted, which yeah. is the I forgot what team they said it was. Uh, not the New Mutants, the ones on TV that blew up Stanford and Civil War. New, uh, new Warriors? Yeah, the New Warriors. No, that's even a different show. Oh, you're right. Okay, Fox has an X-Men show, Gifted, and the New Warriors is the... The Squirrel Girl one. Freeform. Is it Freeform? Freeform, that's doing, right. That's right. Because they're doing Cloak and Dagger. You're right. So, okay, there's Holy two shit. X-Men shows. Jay, you're not even going to be able to watch any of this. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's already overwhelming just listening. Oh, and Jay doesn't even have Titans. enough time to listen to all the titles yeah. that we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, please uh, go ahead and start preparing some book reports, and uh, you know, you can uh, give me the cliff notes of all these. That would be fantastic. Okay, yeah, and a new live action Teen Titans show. Well, and so, you mentioned Teen Titans. Uh, uh, real quick, let's talk about this nonsense because i'll I'll go ahead and say i've I've talked a little bit about it online uh this whole streaming thing is getting out of control you guys yeah yes uh because i really want a new star trek show now granted i don't think i want the one that they're attempting to make because everything i hear about it sounds awful but 
I'm not paying $8 more a month just for the Star Trek show. And then like Andy Griffith reruns or whatever other shit they put on their CBS streaming network. Yeah. And then DC is launching a streaming network to carry Teen Titans. And what's the other one? Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice. Young, the, yeah, the, the third new, season Young of Young Justice. Justice. My uh, kids are going to be pissed too. Right. They love Young Justice. But I'm not – I mean I'm assuming that streaming service is going to have all the movies too, but I already own a bunch of them. Well, and the thing is at what point – are we paying for all these streaming services and we're in the same boat that we're in now with the bullshit cable where we have 8,000 channels that we don't even care about just so we can watch 10, 11 hours of programming a week? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah, I'm already going to have to add Hulu, I guess, to watch Runaways and something else. But I don't know. It's too much. And I imagine at some point they're going to see – I don't know if sales will decline or who knows what's going to happen, but some of them will die and they'll have to consolidate, you know, within yeah, and then once they consolidate, then you're back to the big, uh, you know, cable thing again. Yeah. But at least at that point, when I say consolidate, I mean, young justice will end up on Netflix. Teen Titans will end up on Hulu. Like there will be three services that absorb the yeah. good stuff from the ones that collapse or, there will be one service that takes up all the networks and there something will happen to where it will be a more manageable thing because I don't think consumers will let themselves get back to the point of spending $120 a month. Right. For this well, those, stuff. You know, those are just the comic stuff that we're talking about. But then there's like Shudder, which is the horror one. There's CISO, which is the comedy one. And then and- the British one. They right. just launched. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's, you know, yes, we have wanted the a la carte programming for quite some time, but that's not really what this is because you're essentially paying for one, you know, specific show. Like maybe you're really into, maybe you want all the Doctor Who on the British network, but you don't care about Downton Abbey and all the other crap. Maybe you want to see the comedy specials on CISO, but you don't like, it's still to the point where there's one thing that you're paying eight bucks for and it's going to, and people are going to be like, well, I'm not paying $8 for everything that I want to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, but yeah, they're, they're not going to get away with every single one of these entities having their own streaming service. Yeah. And ones like DC. I mean, I just don't see there being, I mean, Hulu at least has a big audience. I can't imagine a DC only digital network getting enough subscribers to pay for a, Teen Titans live action show. I don't know. It'll be pretty sweet to be able to watch all those old USA episodes of Swamp Thing in one place. <laughs> Lots of people are calling for that. Yeah. So speaking of the DC service, uh, Hulu released the first picture of the cast of Runaways uh, in in costume. And it's been a while since because I read all of the ones that were written by Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, I stopped after that, and I, and I don't even know. What did they do? Some more miniseries or something? I don't remember exactly what went down with that. Yeah, it was a lot of, you know, tie-ins to here and there. They show up in Young Avengers crossovers. Right, right. But I've, I've read the core stuff that he wrote, uh, and my, you know, my memory of it is this cast looks like I know who these people are. I look at them, and I'm like, and, and I may not remember everybody's name uh, other than Nico, but like, I, I know these faces. Yeah. The only one that I don't love is Molly. And I think is it might too have to old? Do with, she's too old. That's the problem is, I mean, at least when I read it, you know, I pictured all of them as 15 to 16 and Molly's like 10. Right. Like she's little and that's why she's princess power. Right. Right. 
And so, I mean, I guess I can probably see it. The show is going to – some of the things that happens in the comic too are more teenage kind of problems. Yeah. And so I guess I can see an issue of having a 10-year-old around while you know suicide is being discussed or all the things that happen in that comic. So I get it, but yeah, she throws me off. But the rest of them look dead on. Yeah, they, they did a good job with this. Except for the fact there's no dinosaur in this picture. <laughs> well, you got to ease people into that. It's like Game of Thrones where it starts off as just this medieval show and then all of a sudden there are fucking dragons flying around. I need a like, telepathic velociraptor. Yeah, you got you to gotta ease people into these things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, any thoughts about the, the streaming stuff or about Runaways specifically? Uh, Runaways, it's one of those... Uh, I was late to the game. I got a bunch of the trades at Dragon Con and the, like half off, uh, uh, trade paperback, uh, booths. And I think I read the first two, maybe three, and then got distracted. And I don't, I don't know that I ever finished the whole run. So I, it, it, it makes me want to go back and reread from the beginning and catch up. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think Vaughn wrote more than uh, 24, 30 issues somewhere in there. Yeah, that sounds about right. If, if that many, even. Okay, well, maybe I read all of his, but I, I remember having a stack because at one point I was annoyed because they went from the, like, your normal size uh, trade paperbacks to, like, the more of the manga size where they're the oh, kind of Oh, yeah, the, yeah, like the omnibus uh-huh. type ones. Yeah, exactly. And so um, uh, I, I went ahead and got them just because I got them, but um, um, it, it's been a while since I've, I've read it, so I need to catch back up. Yeah, that's one thing. Since I've already read it, I'll refresh on that before the show comes on. Uh, and and on a comic book note, what are you guys reading comic book wise right now? I'm uh, for me, I am absolutely loving Tom King's Batman. I think it's fantastic. Uh, matter of fact, every Rebirth book I'm reading right now, I am thoroughly enjoying. It's all top of the stack stuff. Christopher uh, Christopher Priest on Deathstroke, I absolutely love. Uh, John Semper Cyborg took me a minute to suck me in, but I actually am like into Cyborg right now. Uh, the, that may the be the tech- first time anyone said that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's and next thing you know, I like Red Tornado. Uh, <laughs> Detective Comics, the the Bat Family book is fantastic. I mean, they're just real All Star Batman, which I was I was kind of suffering from some uh, Snyder fatigue, but All Star is very different from the Batman stories he's been telling for the past few years. And I like it for that. Yeah. I'm loving all star. And, uh, but just all, all the rebirth stuff I've been very happy with, uh, Marvel, basically just their outlier books like silver surfer and stuff. I, I don't care a bit about secret empire or any of the core titles and the, the, the X-Men stuff. As soon as I found out that was tying, cause I was really excited about X-Men blue and X-Men gold. And, uh, like the the basically the relaunch of the X titles, and then I found out they were all tying into Secret Empire, and I decided not to bother. Now, Ryan, I know you you've got the Marvel app, so you won't right. you won't be reading this stuff for like six months anyway. Yeah, I'm at the climax of Civil War two right now. Okay, so I read everything Marvel puts out almost, but I read it six months behind. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, I'm in the middle of that crap fest that's civil war too um but yeah i like their outlier books um dc i'm reading all-star detective 
God, that may be it now for DC. Oh, I dropped wow. Wonder Woman. I dropped Wonder Woman and Justice League. Yeah, I dropped Wonder Woman. Uh, I, it's the, for the first time. I did not care for a Greg Rucka story. Uh, yeah. I wish I was reading Superman because I have been reading recaps and it sounds like it's awesome. Yeah, me too. I read the recap today of what's going on and I was like, wow. oh, and I'm reading Super Sons, um, which I'm really enjoying and Batwoman. That's the other one. Yeah, but all the ones I'm reading are really strong. Um, I'm enjoying all those. And then outside of that, Image, I'm reading Saga, like everyone reads. Yeah, yeah. Walking Dead, um, East of West, which is probably one of my favorite comic books ever. It's it's moving up and up. Um, what else? Uh, uh, yeah, the, Wicked, still, the Wicked and the Divine. You, you know where that lost me? Where? Is that issue that they did that was like a magazine? I was like, I'm not, I'm not reading this shit. What is this? And I didn't read it. I skimmed through it, and I was like, whatever. And then the next one, it was just back going. to normal. See, I've, I now have a stack of like six or seven issues or whatever since then that I haven't read yet. Just skip it. <laughs> yeah. That book's really moving towards the end game now, and it's getting really interesting. I'm, I'm ready for it. Oh, you know what? We totally skipped over the Star Wars comics and how awesome they are. Oh, so the Star Wars comics. I mean, would you agree? I think Doctor Afra is probably one of the best new Star Wars characters in the past 20 years. Yeah, I love Dr. Aphra, and people talk shit about her like it's a crime that somebody has basically put an evil Indiana Jones into the Star Wars universe. It's great. And then we have Triple Zero and what's the Uh, protocol? DT? Yeah. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, everything Marvel's put out has been really strong for the Star Wars ones. Um and is Vader back? So, like, on the app, I just finished 25 of the first Vader series. Is well, there a next series starting? They're doing a next series that I believe takes place after Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. So it's going to be, like, young Vader or whatever. Okay. Uh, which is fine. I, uh, you know, they have, yeah. so far, the only ones that I wasn't crazy about uh, were Obi-Wan and Anakin and the Princess Leia miniseries. Those are the only books that I've read yeah, like the Marvel Star Wars that I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Jay, yeah. have, you, have you read any of this stuff? Yeah, see, I, this is where I would love to chime in, but much like the TV show, uh, I am way behind. Uh, Jay, uh, surely, surely you poop, Jay. You must have time for comic books. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, Jay does uh, not poop. Yep, that's uh, what makes the Marvel Unlimited app even better because then you just have the iPad on the toilet. It's well, not even well, like the paper. Well, the bad thing is, is I too have the Marvel Unlimited app, and I spend all my time on it rereading stuff I have in a long box, you know, that I bought twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, like, oh yeah, Acts of Vengeance. I remember that. Let me read the, all the tie-ins for that. Um, so uh, it, I'm down to the least amount of comic books per month than I've. Uh, uh, ever collected back dating back to when I quit comics altogether when I was a young college student. Uh, currently I am a saga and walking dead and that's it. I was doing chew, but they, this uh, series finale happened a few months ago. Uh, I literally go to the comic book store once every three months <laughs> just to get like, you know, two or three, you know, so I could read multiple ones. Um, DC, like I was all in with the new 52, I bought. I was buying so many new um, series, no, no, trying Jay, everything Jay, out. Jay, they did. They did a new one. They did Rebirth. It's not even New Fifty Two <laughs> anymore. You totally. I, well, no, 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 I know, but I, I'm just saying. Yeah, know. You know, this is the the history of it, and and, and instead, of, I tried it for a while, and instead of serving as a jumping on point, 
it was a great jumping off point. Yes. And, uh. <laughs> Are you uh, listening, DC? New 52 was so bad, you made a 40 year long comic book reader quit. Well, God, I, did, I, I was a DC guy. Like, I would argue, I like, I was DC over Marvel for the longest time. Um, I, I mean, uh, I have, uh, you know, I, uh, there were so many series. Like, I was a completist, uh, completist, much like with the toys. You know, I, it was one of those, like, it, it didn't matter how bad the comic was, uh, because it was Justice League, I was buying it. You right, know, and, right. you know, and so, um, when all that stuff ended, um, you know, I gave a lot of the new stuff a shot, but it, you know, it, it these days it's just, it's just, it's crazy to me that again, you talk to 15 year old me that, you know, I, I would have money to buy all the comics I wanted, but I'm not, um, you know, I, it's, it's just, I've kind of gotten out of the habit. And so I, I, I keep up as best I can, you know, online and that sort of thing. Uh, and I do pick up trades. Um, I, I think I've officially switched over from like a monthly uh, collector to trade. So when I, when I hear about interesting series or something like that, you know, I'll, you know, I'll just go buy two or three trades. Um, one of my, f- uh, current all time favorite comic books, um, I'm getting once a year in the big, um, uh, trade for Invincible. Uh, Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Oh yeah. It's yeah. one of the, one of the, my favorite all time superhero stories. Um, but they've got these really nice deluxe 12 issue year long, you know, collect an entire yeah, year yeah. into the thing. And so every year I get it and, and go through it. I mean, uh, that, so I still try and read comics. I still keep up with it. But as far as the monthly uh, deal, I just, uh, I don't know, I've gotten out of it. Don't have the space. You know, I realized that what, you know, I wasn't really, uh, keeping up with them. You know, I, I haven't backed or boarded things I in forever. I ask myself that like once a week. I, I will be like, why, what am I doing with these? Why am I buying these? Cause I, a friend of ours, uh, still has a poll set up and he gets them and reads them and takes them back to the store. <laughs> that's genius. If I could do that, yeah, then that's, uh, and, and, cause he doesn't have the space. He, there's no point in keeping them. And, and I'm like, why do I have, cause I don't ever, I don't, and again, it comes down to time. I would love to go back and read every single back issue that I have, but I'm not going to do it. I just don't have freaking time to do it. So there's right. no reason. And, and that's, what I, that's what I do on the Marvel app. Uh, you know, I just remember, right. Right. you re- remember a storyline or something. And so I sporadically keep up with the, the newer Executioner's song. I'm on it. <laughs> right. I love like, Heroes Reborn. Oh, yeah. nobody's ever said that. Well, I don't Less know people yet, have said but... that than have said they find Cyborg interesting. <laughs> and and it, it was, it was great. Um, like as soon as I saw Logan, like I, I saw it in the afternoon, and the first thing I did is I came home, got on the couch, and instantly read uh, uh, "Old Man Logan," "Death of Wolverine," you know, any of those that I I, I hadn't necessarily read. Right, just right. To, uh, so that part of it, it, it's pretty pretty cool. Um, so I, you know, uh, it, it's, it's pretty neat. It's definitely so, worth it. So here's a funny story that's happened this week. Uh, tied into the Marvel Unlimited app. My son Ian comes down and he's 12 <laughs> and he reads the Marvel Unlimited app a lot. He's like, Dad, all week I've read like 50 issues of this comic and it's like the best thing I've ever read. I love it so much. I was like, oh, what is it? He's like, it's just the X-Men. And I was like, oh, show me which one. He has spent the last week reading every Jim Lee X-Men from the 90s and he's like, nice. this is the best comic I've ever read. And I was like, oh, God. He's, <laughs> hey, he's the target age. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, well, uh, that's that do you guys remember it? when Marvel released the uh, CDs with the, basically the PDF of um, all the different series? Yeah. 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 So I, I got a bunch of those, but yeah, there was times where I, you know, this was pre kids, obviously, but I've I've read from like issue number one, X Men, all the way through Fantastic Four, all the way through Spider, you know, and and read through. So um, those those were pretty neat. I guess the Marvel apps just a newer newer version of that. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, speaking of of comics on disc media, have you guys watched uh, Judas Contract yet? I've not. I've heard it's good. It is very good. Uh, it's part of the Batman and Son continuity. Okay. Which I love that they, they're still doing stuff outside of that, but they, they have chosen that as kind of like their main universe, I guess, for the animated stuff. See, I didn't realize they even had a shared universe. I thought each project kind of had its own thing. Well, so, some of them do. Like there, there's a series of, I think there are five at this point. It started with Batman and Son. Uh, then Batman versus Robin, Batman Bad Blood, Justice League versus Teen Titans. Uh, I think there's one more, and now, uh, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. And they're all like the same voice actors, the same animation style, but they are still doing stuff outside of that because they did like Gods and Monsters and, Ju- oh, Justice League Dark, I think, is also part of that because I think, I think the same guy voices Batman, uh, Jason Isaacs. I think he voices Batman in that. But, uh, but it doesn't have anybody else. It's just Batman is in it. But, and they're also doing, the next one is Batman and Harley Quinn, and it's in the Bruce Tim Batman animated universe. Is, uh, Conroy and what's yeah, it's Kevin uh, Conroy, uh, Tara Strong. It's not Tara name? Strong. Apparently, she, from what I, I, I think she just didn't want to do Harley anymore. So it's a girl from Big Bang Theory, which when I first heard it, I was horrified. But having seen footage and heard her now, she's great. Huh. So I'm, I'm fine. I'm all for it. Um, and then I think Lauren Lester's back as Nightwing. Um. That like it's it's they've they've got most of the voice cast back for the characters that are actually in it and it looks really cool I'm I'm excited about it I mean all most of these have been great yep I, I've been very happy with with most of them and now like there are a few that are still too violent but uh, my son can watch them now for the most part so it's, yeah it's we watch the fun. ones that are on Netflix so yeah I'll see gets there yeah it's, it's been a while the last one i watched i think was the again jumping back to the new 52 that just sleep movie oh doom um right? maybe no no no. it was the one it was it's like the the new 52 version of the origin story of justice league oh wait yeah that wasn't doom that was uh war yeah uh, uh i i watched it, was, it with my daughter and it, it was a little too it, it wasn't any better as an animated movie than it was as a comic book <laughs> no yeah it was not good but but it was one of those it's like the weird it's like they're trying to be edgy so it's like just too much for yeah, yeah, yeah. a certain age but it doesn't go all the way for another age i don't know as so opposed is that to how killing joke, which went much further than it should have I, thought yeah, I still haven't seen that. I, uh, I've heard enough about it, but uh, just skip the first like twenty minutes and just watch the very end, and it's that's basically what I've heard. Or just yeah. reread Killing Joke. 
Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's bring it home. We've got two more things, uh, to hit real quick. First of all, the fact that they're releasing Logan in black and white in theaters. Uh, do you guys care? Is this important at all? Do you, did yes. you like Logan in the first place? I loved it. Same here. I loved it. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go back and I'm planning. I've told my wife that she needs to go see it. And she generally doesn't go to most of the superhero stuff now, but I told her, you know, this one is different. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's not a superhero movie in any way. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, Mrs. Monkey hadn't seen it either, so she's going to watch it. But it's only coming back in theaters, I thought, in just very select cities for one night only. The same night it's coming out on DVD, right? I think, yes. well, I think it comes out. Yeah, and the black and white's included on the Blu-ray or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be on the wow. Blu-ray. Um, and it's one of those wow. Fathom event type things. So it's, I don't know that it's limited cities, but it is one night only. Yeah, I, I thought, uh, what I saw earlier, the black and white was only like the Alamo draft house. No, I think that. they're, I think they're playing it in a lot of cities. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a lot of Alamo draft house uh, in a lot of cities, but I thought. Uh, well, no, no. I mean, I, I think it's going to be in like a hundred cities or something. I mean, it's, it's, gotcha. yeah, it's, it's not like a super limited release because I, I believe I looked it up and there are two places around here playing it. Oh, yeah, okay. I, cool. They're playing it here, I know. Yeah. So it, right. it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it is one night only, but I think it's, it's like, you know how the Fathom events are, uh, you buy your special ticket, but it plays, pretty much somewhere near you regardless gotcha. of what it is. I think yeah. it's like that. Uh, I don't think excited. I'll see it in the theater. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wait and uh, see it at home. I don't need to cry in public again. I'll just uh, Seriously, do that right? on, the and, uh, on my couch. Oh, my gosh. But I, I want to see it. It's, it's so I, – I can just picture it being appropriate in black and white. And, I, and I, look, I'm not trying to be like a, a snobby, yes, black and white has superior qualities over colored. It's not that. It's just – after watching The Mist, which is one of my favorite movies, after uh, new and old one, uh, the is there the original or the uh, no not Thomas the, not the Fog, oh Fog, okay, sorry, The Mist, The Mist is the one with Thomas Jane. There's only been one of those. I thought that was a remake. No, uh, uh-uh. sure. All right, maybe one. Yeah, the, it's, it's just the one. Talking about a, a downer ending, holy shit. Yeah, well, and that's, I mean, that's one of the things that's so incredible about it. But when they announced they were doing a black and white version, I was like, why? But then I watched it and I got how it was a different kind of thing. And I can definitely see Logan operating the same way. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. Now I'll probably go see it in the theater because I, I would like to experience it again on, on the big screen and I'll just, uh, I'll bring a hanky. <laughs> and finally uh, bringing it home. Uh, you guys did watch the Defenders trailer. Yep. Uh, we can't recap all of the Netflix shows, but in general, Jay, I know you said you are not caught up. You've seen some no. Luke Cage and no Iron Fist. Correct. Okay. Uh, Ryan, you and I are both caught up. Yes. Where it stands right now, I've watched... The first season of Daredevil twice. I've watched Jessica Jones twice. Uh, I want to watch Luke Cage again. But as of right now, Jessica Jones is my favorite of the Netflix series, which I would not – before I watched it again, I, I, that would have surprised me to hear that. Uh, I liked Iron Fist. 
I, I feel like out of all the things that people are complaining about, the only one that's justified is the Kung Fu should have been much stronger. Yeah. But, uh, I liked, I liked Danny. I loved, uh, the bad guy, or not the bad guy, the brother and sister, like their dynamic. Uh, I really dug that, that weirdness and how they, they weren't really the villains, but I, I just, I dug the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, very excited about the Defenders because I want to see these people hanging out. Yeah. And that now, trailer was very exciting. Am I correct? Defenders is only like seven episodes, right? It's yeah, shorter. It's, it's not as many as, as the other ones. I, I think you're right. I think it's, it might even be six. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. I think it's funny that they're making fun of Danny and it makes me think too, like a lot of the things that people complained about the way Danny acted and things, it shows how purposeful it was because even in that trailer, you see them kind of making fun of him, that he's more naive. And so it's part of the plan. Um, I hope the rumors or I guess the theory about who Sigourney Weaver really is, is true. Um, I think it would be awesome. I don't know if they're going to do it. Have y'all heard who people think she might be? I I haven't heard, and I'm okay with with not knowing for now. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, will say this: when she turns around in that trailer, because I I had kind of put it out of my head that she was even in it. So like, she turned around, and I was like, "Holy shit! What's Sigourney Weaver doing on TV?" Yeah. Now I get from the trailer, and I watched it a few times. I mean, it it really does. I mean, it's Shadowland, right? The Daredevil story have y'all read that i don't know isn't that the one where he's like the bad guy well what i'm thinking is is they're just going to replace him with electra but that the rest of the story is going to be pretty much shadowland that the hand takes over a part of new york and that's kind of what happens yeah it kind of did look like that yeah and you've got you know your street level characters which was what a lot of shadowland was right so i do love that that director he loves fighting in a hallway like, I don't know if he was, like, traumatized in the hallway one time or, like, what happened? No, he just but, saw Old Boy and was like, I'm going to recreate that scene every opportunity I get. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I thought Defenders looks really good. And uh, for some reason, I thought it wasn't until, like, November or something, but it's a lot closer. What is it, I guess August, it's a- right? It's not, I guess Punisher is maybe November later in the year. Oh, is Punisher this year? I think so. I mean, they're... They're, I mean, they're, they're, I know they're into filming, right? Yeah, probably almost finished by now. And, uh, and of course, we'll, I guess, really quickly mention it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see it as we record this. I'm going to see it tomorrow night, but when this goes up, I will have seen it last night. Uh, where are you guys on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Can't wait. Uh, we're, uh, actually checking, uh, our oldest daughter out of school to go see it. <laughs> just nice. We uh, she, she hasn't been absent yet this year, and we're, we're never going to have perfect attendance. So, we, as a treat, um, we're, we're checking her out Friday, and we're going to go see it Friday afternoon. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah, I, I can't wait. I've, I've managed to avoid anything and everything about it. I, you know, I've seen the trailer a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I see anything about it, I just close it down. So, yeah, all uh, I li- literally all I know is what's in. Whatever the trailer that Kurt Russell was in, mm-hmm. that's that's as much as I know, and I'm perfectly good with that. Yeah, Ryan, I I know you said you uh, saw an article or something that spoiled 
something or another. Uh, yeah, in a headline of an article, I saw who Sylvester Stallone is. Oh, yeah. I, see, so I still mad. don't know that. I don't know him or Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, I don't know that one yet, but I do know who Stallone's playing, and it's yeah, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know either. I managed to avoid that one. And it's good because it's one of those two where, like, probably why it was in the title of the article is it's somebody that your average person has no clue who yeah, it is. Right, they're not but really thinking about big, it. But if you're a big, like, if you're a big Cosmic Marvel reader, it's really cool. Well, and on that note, uh, we will sign off with happy Guardians of the Galaxy vibes for everyone listening. Uh, guys, where? Uh, let's start with Jay. Where can we find you online? What are you up to? What festivals have you got coming up? Uh, belligerentmonkey.com is uh, where you can find me online. I just finished a great weekend at Inman Park Festival, and the next one coming up is the Kirkwood Festival, uh, May 20th. Very cool. And uh, Ryan, someday you need to sit down and review an entire wave of Marvel Legends for the set. I know. I'm going to do it. I just, you know, coming up soon, I can't think of a single whole wave I'm buying. I yeah, think the next X, I think the next X Men wave is the big one. That's uh, speaking of, I still haven't uh, been able to find the Warlock wave. Never seen them in person. Oh, I found them all yesterday. Mother, give me a call. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if I've seen them in because st- I I ordered them for a, I saw them on Amazon for like regular price or whatever. Or did I order? Yeah, I checked a, a few times last time. That, you know, they were up to like thirty five dollars. You know, uh, yeah. you know, the uh, scalpers. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan, if you see you see them again, wherever you saw them yesterday, I will give you cash for the whole wave. What is and the next? Say, what's the next X Men wave? I can't remember. Oh, so it got leaked. It wasn't supposed to come out, and I can't re- I can't remember what the whole list is. But the build a figure is strong guy. No, was, get out of here. Way. Yeah. Oh I think, man. I think we had this conversation that we never thought we'd see a strong guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were wanting a Peter David X Factor. I, I've discussed this many times. How how that's my dream lineup would be that that Peter David and Larry Stroman X Factor. Oh my gosh, strong guy. That's amazing. All right. Well, yeah. that's good news to sign off on. So uh, Ryan, sit down and write something about Marvel Legends. Jay, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we will talk to you guys again sooner than later. Sounds great. All right. Have a good night. So I was going to produce this episode later this evening, but fortunately for me, I was able to leave work early today because I I had to go in for a meeting earlier in the week and I had some hours built up, so I got out of here early. So rather than being Thursday night at 1130, it is Thursday during the day at 3.30. Now, the reason I wanted to record tonight originally was so that I could say a few words about Guardians of the Galaxy because we are actually getting ready to leave the house within the hour to go and see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as a family. But instead of talking about it here, I'm going to talk about it for my patrons at supportphantom.com. It will be a patron-exclusive episode of the Needless Things patron cast that you can only hear... If you are a member of supportphantom.com, so go there and uh, see what level you are comfortable supporting. Check it out. There are different reward levels, different things you can look at, uh, whatever. Help out the show. Help out Phantom. And uh, help out great podcasts everywhere, namely this one. So I guess not really everywhere. Well, this one is everywhere. We're worldwide, baby. Yeah. All right. So great episode. 
Lots of fun things to talk about. I look forward to discussing the Dark Tower as we find more things out about it. Our pal Nicole Gould will be coming on the show at some point to talk about not only this Dark Tower trailer, but Stephen King adaptations in general. It was supposed to happen for Halloween last year, and it's one of those things where it just it kept getting put off, and we're going to have to reschedule it, and I don't want to wait till Halloween this year, so we'll see when we can fit it in there. So anyway, that's all I got. Mayhem Fest. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.